Copa MX Network production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things moto-centric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. Welcome in, everybody. How's it going? This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Com Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by FXR Racing and REP Suspension. How in the hell are you guys doing out there today? Thank you for downloading this show. And, of course, thank you for downloading and subscribing to uh, this whole thing we got going on here, the Kiefer Tested Podcast. We appreciate you guys listening and passing on the word. And, of course, supporting our advertisers like Rocky Mountain ATVMC. It is the number one shopping destination for all of us out there that love two wheels. So why don't you go to my website, KieferIncTesting.com. Click on the only banner that is there on my disease-free website. And that leads you back to the Rocky Mountain side. And just continue to live your life happily. Spend your money Whatever it is that you want, don't tell your wife if she's tripping out because you're going to spend about 200 bucks on some parts that she doesn't know about. And what that does, that gives us a slice of what you guys are purchasing and uh, really does help this thing along and lets them know that you like this show and keeps us alive. So you are the oxygen for us over here at Kiefer Inc. Testing. So thank you for the people that actually are doing that. It makes a huge difference. And if you want to look better, feel better, ride better, fxrracing.com kkmx35 is 35% off the gear over at fxrracing.com helium and revo are some of my favorites the 24 line is out now and if you want to save on a fxr 6d atr2 branded helmet kkmx6d is that code and i i can't even tell you how much that is off that's a lot but i can't say it but if you, you'd be smart to use that code because that's going to save you a lot of money on a helmet that is really, really good. So um, go over there, check them out, FXR Racing. Great people, great products, and uh, you'll look better at the track. And uh, you may even ride better because sometimes when you look good, you, you ride good, you feel good, and everything's better. Uh, REP Racing, uh, suspension, if you want to get your bike tuned a little bit differently, maybe a little bit more comfort, more performance, and maybe more plushness. We love that word plushness over here. Go to REP Suspension. Ask for Mark. You can just call him. You can go on the website. KKREP is the code to save 100 bucks off of a revalve if you're going to do that. I recommend it, especially if you're an Austrian type of rider. KTM, Husqvarna, Gas Gas. Linkage systems, great valving. And uh, you don't necessarily need to go spring. You want to try us a revalve AER. I've been riding with that a little bit. And uh, honestly, I'm not hating it. And that says something right there. So if you want 6,500 kits, they have that. Cone valve, Mark and the gang, they do it all. Even if you're a Japanese rider, um, they have stuff for Kawasaki, Yamaha. A lot of Yamaha stuff we've been testing out. So Mark is a very smart human being. He loves deep house music nonetheless. But he's a very smart human being. I, I like deep house too, actually. It, it calms me down. Uh, but go check them out, REP Suspension or REP Performance. 
and um, see what they have to offer and see if they got some stuff for your bike. And thanks to all of our 2024 sponsors that have 2023. I'm already in 24 because we're talking about it. Um, 23 sponsors, Power Motorsports, Works Connection, Lit Pro, Blood Lubricant, 6D Helmets. If you want a brand new 24 6D, Kiefer 23, all caps is the code. International Vet Motocross Association, great guys over there, oldtimers.com. Races getting posted up for 2024 if you're over the age of 30. They have all different kinds of races on the West Coast of the United States. Dunlop Motorsports, the bike that we're going to talk about today, has Dunlop MX-34 stock. Thank you, sweet baby Jesus, for making that happen. Pro Taper Evo. Evo. Pro Taper Evo. Good luck finding them, but they're out there. That's a great bar, but good luck finding them. ScreenPrintingDone.com decal works. Alpine Stars, Oakley, the best goggle made. Not what you're wearing over there, the guy in the studio, so not that sweatshirt. Nope. Polysport Plastics and ETS Racing Fuel. If you want to get a little bit more power, the bike that we're going to talk about today could use a little bit more of that, so maybe I'll dump in some ETS MX-18 or ETS uh, MX-21 if you want to stank up the joint and really go fast. Whatever you need, we have a code, Kiefer Inc., all caps, Kiefer, I-N-C, save some money on some fuel. That's it. Four and a half minutes, Eddie. Not bad. These people bitch at me because we're going to probably talk about this for about three more minutes. But uh, nonetheless, seven minutes of reads, fuck bullshit, Kiefer. Got to pay the bills, man. Yeah, man. It's fun. It's not boring reads. It's not like, hey, I think you should buy ETS racing fuel. Yeah, it doesn't go to autopilot and it's just same thing over yeah. and over and over. All right, actually well, red. <laughs> we just got back from Glen Helen, a muddy Glen Helen. So East Coasters, rejoice. We rode in the mud today. No hate comms on the mud. 2024 Kawasaki KX450. Holy shit, a long time coming. We've seen this bike for a long time. Um, it's it's actually been out in the dealerships for a couple weeks before we got it. Um, may or may not have uh, seen one, looked at it uh, before this whole thing happened. But nonetheless, it is here. It is live and well, and it's pretty fucking good. And we're going to talk all about it. And we're going to answer your questions. I did an Instagram live earlier this morning. I asked you guys what you got to want to know about. And most of you love the 2023 and 24 talk. Like, what fits from my old bike? What transfers over? So let's just get this stuff out of the way on the top of the show. So I went over the whole bike in a presentation last night, and then I talked to some of the guys engineers at uh, the intro today which was cool because they brought a lot of lead engineers i met the chassis lead engineer today i met the engine lead engineer today from japan very nice people as always the japanese culture is great um, very nice humble human beings and very smart smarter than i and uh, it was cool that they brought the whole crew out there lots of kawasaki personnel was there today and actually a lot of media there's a lot of bikes strung out across yeah. everywhere um, but we did have some weather in Southern California. It did rain after about 10 o'clock. It did get money, muddy, and we did ride the bike in the mud. Um, and we just made another little turn track on the side as well. So we have quite a bit of time today to give you initial impression. Settings, I'll tell you what I did, but I'm not saying that's going to be the final setting. This is just something I kind of went with uh, from what I felt um, because the first couple hours was dry. Uh, I wouldn't say dry, but Glen Helen ripped the track. So it was fairly deep. Um, so, yeah, so 
what's the difference between 23 and uh, the 24? A lot, actually. So um, I could read you everything they have in this little pamphlet they gave me. But just know this. Frame is new. Engine, mostly all new. Uh, clutch is the same. From what I heard, the clutch plates are the same. Nothing has changed, so we can use cool. current clutch plates from the 450. Um, but if you want to use your suspension, only going to be able to use your forks. The okay. shock is shortened. It's not as long as the old shock. Uh, the linkage ratio is different. So clamps, fork, wheels, all will swap over. The thing yeah. we may want to know about that we didn't get is if this Brembo system will bolt on to an older bike. Or a KX250. <coughs> yeah. we, didn't, we didn't get that information. Yeah, it, yeah we don't know that. Um, Eddie Larratt here on the show. Forgot to introduce you. My fault. Uh, if you guys want to know about mechanics or uh, anything that's smarter than me about working on your bike, Eddie at KieferIncTesting.com is that email. Hit him up because uh, I, don't, I don't know a lot about that shit. Uh, mounting points to the frame. You, we were talking about that on the Racer X uh, video. W- yeah. What's up with that? Yeah, so there, there's... They've obviously because they've moved everything around with the you can frame. Push that closer, yeah. They moved everything around with the frame. We noticed on the previous bike, um, which I re- I've been you know riding that bike, so I know pretty much everything in and out on it. But uh, the the subframe was actually mounted to the the top um, spar I call it, where the shock standoff is, or so where your t- upper shock mounts in upper dorsimus. Yep, that's it's <laughs> an interesting way to say it, but yeah. So the bolts would go in there. Well, now I notice those tabs are actually going directly to the upper spar part of the frame. Okay. So that that was pretty interesting to see them move. The su- it almost looks like they walked the subframe up the side of the frame. Yep. But I'm sure they didn't. You know, it's just in a geometry change um, there in that part of the frame. But, yeah, I mean, there's um, a lot of, I guess, for Kawasaki, the best thing I that I've seen in the in the overall view of it as they went to this completely seamless looking motorcycle, mm-hmm. which on a mechanic side is great because most Cowie owners know these bolts strip out pretty yeah, easily. I mean, you have these, these little flimsy tabs. Why is that? Is the What is it? The bolt? Is it the thread that they're using? What exactly I, I, is I just, it? It's just these little tabs. They don't have a bunch of reinforcement. They're just, they're just threaded into these things. It's not, you know, like we, most of, you know, Aiden's bikes, I work on all Aiden's bikes. When I get them right away, I drill all those out and I put time certs and everything, so I have more steel reinforcement. You're threading into aluminum, mm. right? A time cert, you're threading into steel, right? So you have more, you have more leverage. You can torque on a lot harder. So, and and then that's been an issue with Kawasaki since I worked on RVs bikes back in 2006. Right. I worked on Baggett's bikes in 2009. It's a repetitive issue yeah. that they've always had. So, but it's not. In my eyes, if you're if you're careful, if you're your, okay with tools, yeah, you could time cert your whole frame in the critical areas. Is it heavier to do that? No, no, because you're drilling material out to put this time cert in. So I mean, right. if I mean, yeah, if you did fifty of them, you might you know gain a couple grams, but right. it's not that big of a deal. But um, yeah, Cowie went seamless, man. I mean, they, I think I counted on the radiator shroud side. Two bolts, mm-hmm. one in the side panel, one in the, in the rear fa- or one in the seat, which is normal. Which um, is nice because Aiden is squeezed his legs so much yeah. on that middle shroud bolt, it pushes that shroud yeah. inward. Yep, and it doesn't have no reinforcement because it's flimsy, and then it pops that that shroud through the bolt. Yeah, so that the in that area you're talking about, they still have that tab, which we saw on the the mock frame they showed us. Uh-huh. 
But behind the radiator shroud, there's a rubber grommet that goes on that. And then the shroud leans up against that. Mm. So there's actually, I thought maybe the plastic kind of hooked on it and that's what kept it. Mm-hmm. But you can actually grab the plastic right there and pull it out if you wanted to. Okay. So they, they just, those engineers really went through, which I would say, man, they really they really nitpicked this thing to get the weight down, but we it's learned it went heavier, up. Heavier, yeah. So it's almost five pounds. Right. Which is crazy. People are going to freak out on that. And I don't know about the other motocross media and how they're going to come across about that. I know MXA will probably freak out about weight because yeah. they're really sticklers about weight. And, and, and here's the deal. Sometimes, yes, I will say this. When you guys go to all of these first ride impressions that are up, and look, I'm not stupid. All you guys are going to go there. Everyone should go there, honestly. You guys yeah. should watch all of them yeah. and take what you want out of each or whatever weight does matter to a certain point but i think when a few years ago a few years ago when ktm was so light oh my god ktm is 12 pounds lighter than yeah. what happens is you lose stability you lose yes. contact feel so there is the right way um to put weight into a motorcycle where you put it and how much it is it's 248 pounds wet right so that's full of fuel that's average it's 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 kind of the average number from 248 to 250 is that high-end heavy feel for or high-end heavy uh, paperweight feel um, for these 450s now. We were going really low, like Honda went a little bit lower. Uh, Yamaha got lighter. Of course, KTM was the lightest. They right. are, they've gone up yep. closer to the Honda scale. Yeah. Um, Honda was like 242, and now we're up, you know, 248 pounds. Just to get that out of the way, it's... Right now, from what I felt today, with mud, on the bike, all this shit, you don't really feel like it's a heavy bike, okay? Yeah. The engine maybe makes it feel a little bit lazy, but not yep. heavy. We'll get in more into the engine, but, like, yeah. don't stress if you're watching these videos about weight. Yes, it is heavier, okay? But I want a stable bike. If you get yeah. too light, it's going to deflect off all kinds of shit. Well, and, and the five pounds, I mean, it's, I don't want to say it's easy to achieve five pounds on a motorcycle, but I'm like, say you want to get rid two and a half with a muffler. I was going to say, say you want to put a pipe on it. There goes two and a half. Okay. Two and a half. Now let's ditch two and a half on the rider. Right. There goes the five pounds. Yeah. It's, it's really not a big deal. You know, it's not, I, I understand. If the weight lot. was high, like back in the day, yeah. I would be more concerned, but now we're so worried about CG and now the CG weight is so low. Right. And you got these shorter rod four strokes, the longer old, old four strokes were longer rods. Right. And they're top heavy. Of course, it's going to feel heavy, but we've kind of evolved out of that and phased out of that. Yes, we're. I think we're going to, for the next five to ten years, we're going to see weights from two forty eight to two forty two. That's yeah. where we're going to be at. If we get lighter, it's not going to feel the same. Yeah. Um, like you said, you'll you're going to start losing some stability in the motorcycle. Some some planted feel. Um, yeah. Another quick tidbit for you guys getting this motorcycle what we've learned from kawasaki today was you're going to pick up your bike from a dealership there's going to be a black rubber grommet inside of your airbox. if you open your left side panel which is a quick uh yep. what do they call it pop off yeah. yeah quick off or whatever yeah it's just it's got the same little you know grommet plugs yeah tabs to just like the ktm yep. um there's a grommet in it that that's like a, a mud grommet is what they're it's calling it's pretty big yes and it's yeah it's three inches long yeah you it's know big. so it's it's covering up a, there's stopping a lot of air from getting in there so 
Kawasaki said, hey, we're going to be straight up with you guys about it. We took it out. And for us, being in Southern California, we don't get a lot of weather, but we had weather today. And I'm like, you know what? For shits and giggles, let's put it back in. I want to see what it feels like. And I didn't do that until later in the day. I put it back in, rode it. It literally took me three corners, Eddie. I came back. It is so fucking slow. Yeah. So do yourself a favor, ASAP. I would not even run it even if it was wet. Right. Just... You're fine. You got to if you have a proper sealed air filter, yeah, you're going to be okay you'll unless be okay. you're riding a fucking swamp. Yeah. Um rip that son of a bitch out. You can reach your hand up in the air box and pull it out or you can take your seat off, the two bolts from the the battery box and just lift your battery up and then you can take it out that way. From the back. It, it's just it's a black little grommet, not little. It's a black it's fairly sizable grommet and you'll see it. Just take it out. It'll just pull right through. Yeah. Um and then you're good. Um, so just wanted to get that out there. Okay, so now that we talked about 23, 24 exchangeable parts, um, the swing arm, oh, I forgot about the swing arm. Swing arm is the same, but I don't know what you guys are going to do. You're not going to be swapping swing arms. Yeah. The plastic will not bolt up to the old frame, so yeah. don't even ask me that. The seat is the same. Um, some of the riders, I guess, are from Kawasaki, they told me that the seat felt softer. I didn't necessarily feel that. I f- yeah, you know, know, look at within ten hours the seat's gonna be broken down anyway, so you might as yeah. well just go to a guts foam. Yep. Do yourself a favor. Um the overall looks of the bike is clean. Uh I just told Eddie this before we started the, the show. Uh, I walked out in the shop and I looked at my Yamaha and it, it just looks racy, it looks nice. I'm like, ah, oh, it looks good. And then you look at the carrier like, eh, yeah. it's clean, but it's not like it's it's like a girl with natural beauty. And then you get her all dolled up with makeup, getting ready to go on the town, you know, and then you're like, shit, that's what the Yama looks like. So yeah. you can you can dress up the Cowie and make yeah. her look good, but you're going to need a little work, right? Um, muffler, uh, as Eddie would say, you want some, you know, you want you want to drip a little bit. Get on that the, thing on the drippy. Fork. Yeah, the drippy <laughs> on the fork. Get some, you know, what do you even call that? I think, I think uh, I, I mean, Cowie did a great job with their muffler. I mean, their, their oh, new stock mu- yeah. muffler looks a lot better. But, yeah, I mean, there's there's – Cowie's always they lost me at the green fork card. Yep. I don't like that green fork card. It all just blends in too much. Um, I think the bike would have looked a little more fancy with a black fork card, but uh yeah, I mean every nowadays everyone they you know, they grips and graphic it right away. So Yeah, so uh, you get another muffler, you put some uh colorful nitride like you do. Who makes that stuff? What's uh, it called? Precision Works is who we use here. Yeah, to coat so all the Kawasaki stuff. doesn't come with coated lowers anymore. Yeah, which you know what's funny? I never heard one person say anything about that today. Yeah, because no one cares. Yeah, for sure. You but care. I mean, I mean, but here's the thing. So the lowers being DLC have always had a stiction thing, right? You know, so it was always for stiction, and it's better, and it's this and that, and you know, you know, I did some testing with KYB with this, so with DLC coating and different coatings and things. Sometimes, I'm not saying all the time, sometimes it makes the the fork so slick and moves so quickly with, without less friction, with, with yeah. a lot less friction, that it can make your fork feel soft and quick. Yep. So a little bit of friction isn't bad. And yeah. I think what these guys are using, it's kind of some kind of chrome finish now. Mm-hmm. It's fairly, you know, nice right. feeling. I guess my point was like, Everyone freaked out because it was the only bike that came with DLC coated lower tubes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now it's not there, and no one even. I, no one really I gives a that, shit. Yeah, I think everyone was well, so into the 
bike. Yeah. They didn't even care that it was not there. Right. I'm sure that once we do. I personally don't care. You know me. I'm vanilla. Yep. Just like the cows. I'm a vanilla ice cream. Yes, sir. I don't. I don't. I just want it to work good. Yeah. So. Um, all right. Let's break this thing down. Before we actually keep going, racerxonline.com, full video. It's going to be about 25 minutes long as long as he edits, edits the, uh, the video like we, we did it. Um, lots of information within that video. You can see my beautiful face and um, Eddie's beautiful goatee. Uh, <laughs> but lots of information within it. If you want the video side, you can YouTube it as well. Um, all right, so let's stop with the engine. Uh, the engine for me is very linear, uh, smooth, easy to ride, non-abrasive, mm-hmm. non-confrontational. Um, it's like a friend that you see in a crowd that you're like, oh, hey, man, just really mellow, yeah. nice, doesn't have a huge hit to it, not a lot of excitement like the Yamaha or even, I would say it's even smoother than the Honda and the KTM. So with that, um, I like that a lot. You know, our tracks aren't really deep like you East Coasters. So I think you East Coasters or you heavier guys like Eddie, 230 pounds, will want some more excitement down low. Um, It doesn't have a lot of response. We call that lazy, not heavy. Mm -hmm. Um, It has a lazy delivery. But with that lazy delivery, it allows you to ride the bike harder like the KTM. Yep. So rolling the throttle on, you can roll it on early because you're like, I don't have a lot there. I'm not scared of it. Um, The torque feel, the meat of the bike itself doesn't have a lot of broad, just doesn't have a broad feel. Once you're up in the mid-range to top end, that's when you start to feel it eat a little bit more. But just that low RPM situation, you may need a little bit more. mm. Yeah. Yeah, it all depends on your your weight, your ability, and your and the condition yes. you're riding in. But uh, yeah, I don't. I, I. It's so funny because everyone's probably gonna ha- specify gonna, it they're... as it being slow. Yeah, it's not slow. No. That motorcycle's not slow. No. I've been and people are gonna call it slow just because they're so it's... used to the Honda and the and the Yamaha being so torquey. Yes, that it makes it feel slow. But let's be honest, seventy plus percent of the people. Yes. If they just stopped listening to it was slow and paid attention to the motorcycle and the engine, how it works. Yes. They can use it to their advantage because it did like when I got on her right away, I did two laps and I did my, my um, photo stuff. And then after that, I was like, all right, now I'm going to play with the maps. I'm going to go back and forth and ride it. Yes. And I was like, man, you could really like, you could ride this thing. Like it's, you can ride it aggressively, almost like a 350 ish. And it's like it's there. It's playful. It's 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 mellow, mm-hmm. but it's rewarding when you yeah. ride it correctly. Yes, teaches you to keep your corner speed up a little bit, so you're not that low in the RPM. Mm-hmm. And I did, I don't know, five or six laps after that, and I was like, man, I I I, I like it. You like you know, that? I like the you're way you're currently. The you got the blue crew now, and you know how I'm gonna say gnarly, but it has a lot more excitement than the, K, <laughs> the KX, lot. right? Yeah. So, but if you're coming off of an older KX. It's definitely less on-off feeling than an SR or the standard KX. Uh, for me, I hated that initial bite of the older KX because it really fucked up my corners because yep. I always seemed to be in that RPM range when I'm rolling my corners, okay? And I was like, Ugh! and it upset the fork. It would lift it up and then come down. So I didn't like the what we call the cornering stability of the Cowie because of that engine feel. 
Right. Now, we don't have that jumpiness. The ECU is way cleaner than the old ECU. Yep. Old ECU backfired, popped, little felt a little dirty at times. This ECU makes sense. And coming from um, a background of manufacturer testing, I've spent many, many days trying to get FI correctly. It's tough job to do. So kudos to the Kawasaki guys. Let's give them a round. Yeah. Kudos yeah. to the Kawasaki guys for FI. That's a clean FI because that is very, very tough to do. And sure, you probably could have had more power within the FI. Right. I've been a part of the Japanese FI crew and other manufacturers, and there is a danger zone that they don't want to go in to save the bike's reliability. So that is some of it, but very clean, less on-off feeling. And you will be able to corner better with this machine just from the engine alone, without even talking about the chassis yet. Yeah. The engine alone is allows you to corner better. Yep. So um, a couple things. So more mid-to-top end pull than older bike. Yep. More over-rev. Second gear felt longer than the older bike as far as pulling. Yep. Weird thing was third gear felt a little bit shorter, had a narrower feel to it. Yep. Um, and then fourth gear was very usable. So... Kind of like a Honda, I always talk about a Honda CRF 250, where I just go from second to fourth. I almost have that kind of feel with the KX 450, at least at Glen Helen, where I like to use second. It's long, but I'm like, I'm, I'm a third gear guy. We always talk yeah. about the magic gear, the third gear. I just want to leave it in third gear. You can't really do that with this engine, but it does have more mid-range recovery than the old bike, so... If you can fan the clutch a little bit, it will oblige you if you're in the upper RPM ranges. Just down low, it's just simply not going to pull you around. Right. Um, now, with saying that, it's you can be a little bit lazier because second gear is longer. Very. Last year's bike was second gear. You had to shift to third really quick. And then third gear, similar to this year, wasn't going to allow you to pull that gear, right? right? So you're like, well, fuck, I'm revving out quick. Now I'm bogging. This is better in that sense where I can actually let this thing eat in second gear more and then I can shift to third and it's not falling on its face. You're just not going to be able to go into a soft corner in third gear and expect to fucking hit the throttle yeah. and for it to come out. You're going to have to fan that clutch a little bit. Yeah, I, I did a couple of times today just to try like around a couple of those like sweeping corners. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, this is pretty open. Like you carry decent speed, but we had a good sand like base today on the inside and I would just blow that thing up and see where it was. And, you know, like you said, a little feather and you could, you could correct it and get it yep. back up. But I would go back and redo it in second gear. And it was like, wow, it's way better. Like you can just carry more speed. You get in the deep stuff. It pulls out a lot better. So right. I think for the most, and I'm, and I probably won't watch all these other media first rides, but for the most part, I think you're going to hear a lot about the same thing, like empty. Maybe people are going to be harsher on it. But for me, I'm not that harsh on it because you, you're able to ride it. That's what I want to do. I want to be able to ride long motos. That's what we do. I like to ride long motos. Yeah. I'm not a five-lap kind of rider. When I'm 15, 20 minutes in a moto, I'm going to be able to ride this thing. I'm not, like my Yamaha, fuck, man, I got to pay attention. Yeah, it's going to reward you for sure. 12 minutes into a moto, Yamaha, I'm like, oh, boy, I better really be ready for this because I'm coming out of a corner. So what it allows me to do, people, is I built this. I shouldn't say I did. Aiden built this little corner track by the main track when it was too blown out and muddy to feel anything. It allowed me, unlike my Yamaha, to really concentrate on where my chest was on the bike, how my body position was to allow me to, like, move around on the bike. 
because I'm not getting pulled backwards off of the machine currently like the Yamaha, right? Even with my Vortex on the Yamaha on these things, it's smoother, but man, it fucking pulls hard. So I really got to force myself back up on the front of the machine. The Kawasaki just simply doesn't have that sheer force. So it allows me to move around and manipulate the machine more than having that machine manipulate me. Yep. So don't listen to the other media if they're beaten up on it. It's it's plenty good enough down low. It's clean, which is important. And you you can make it better. Yeah. It's a lot easier to make a fucking bike faster than yep. it is to make a chassis better. Yep. Or detune an engine. I, I love a Yamaha YZ450, but I'm a little down on it because it's a little more rigid than the 22. So I'm like, I got to kind of manipulate. I got to get engine hangers. I got to try offsets. I don't feel like I'm going to have to do that with yeah. the Cowie, at least now in 2024. So having a little bit of a slower buildup and then, hey, I'm going to put a pipe on it. Maybe I want an ECU. And then yeah. like a KTM, what happens is, Eddie, you build up the engine on a KTM because it's stock, linear, slower buildup, right. you get more meat, you get more pull, you keep that linear feel, but now you have all of this freedom of this pulling power, yep. and it makes it super easy to ride. Yeah. You don't have all this front side, wah, hitting yep. you in the fucking face when you're coming out of a corner, right? Yeah, well, we, you know, we get to, obviously, we ride Glen Helen a lot, you know, and during the summer Which, when we prepare yeah. for these races, Sad you know, we're us. out there at 2, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I would like to ride that Cowie the way it's oh. sitting in 24 versus some of these other uh, chassis that we ride. It's just going to be a lot more forgiving and a lot more friendly to ride on that type of track surface. Yeah. So it's, it's, there's, there's always, you know, you have good power and usable power. Yeah. Kawasaki with, with the way they set up the FI and how clean it is and how the, it, it's kind of goes with their body work. It's a seamless transition you know, before it used to be so jerky on the bottom and then it would kind of, you know, find its way to mid to top. Well, now we have such a seamless transition from the bottom to the top. And as you get deeper in the throttle, it progressively gets stronger. Yes. And and that's... So you can feel that, You right? can feel it as it's coming up. You're like... You can expect it. Unlike yeah, other so, bikes where you're like, holy shit. Yeah, it lights up and then it falls off and then it takes off like a rocket. Yes. So the, Kawasaki did... The, it, it's not going to blow your, your wig back when you no, get on it. You're like, oh, my God, this is so much. Such a fun power. It's not a right. fun power. It's a usable power. It's correct. Yeah. Rip the grommet out. Rip the grommet out. Rip yep. the grommet out. Yeah. If you guys hit me up on an email and say my bike sucks and I have to tell you to rip the grommet out, <laughs> I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. Rip it out. Um, so, yeah. So, I think not a fun engine, usable engine. That's yeah. what I'm saying. If you eat, I'm going to go to you East Coast guys with deep dirt now. Because I love you and I, and I respect what you guys ride, you might want more. Yep. You're gonna ride it and be like, "Man, Kiefer, I'm riding deep shit. I gotta fan the clutch out. I need to, I need some more oomph." Okay, I get it. I understand it. There is a map that I'll post on my website. It's the Chaw 24 map. Mike Chavez is a is an engineer. I'm sorry, is a mechanic at Kawasaki. I tested the Tickle map. Tickle made a map. Uh, Borkenhagen, he works at Kawasaki. I made tried his map, but for me, the Chavez 24 map kept that linear feel, gave me a little bit more meat down low and progressively got better as the bike went on from mid to top. So a little little more everywhere than stock. So with saying that, we're going to add, yes, Kawasaki, if you're living, unless you're living under a rock, Kawasaki did go 
to um, a KX Rideology app, similar to the YZ uh, Power Tuner app. You download it. Let me see which one it is because there's like 20 of these if you look them up on your phone. It's called the Rideology KX. You go download that map, and then uh, you can input your machine. The CCU is on the side, the left side of the motorcycle, just like the Yamaha. There's a serial number. You push that in. And unlike the Yamaha Power Tuner app, um, you don't have to go to your Bluetooth and your settings to connect. You just go to your app once you set it up, and then it automatically con- connects. Oh, that's nice. So that's nice. Yeah. The downside is, and, I, and I'm mind blown by this, it doesn't have a fucking hour tracker. Oh, really? And I and I screwed that up on the Racer X. Right. I assumed it did because it has a maintenance schedule, right. right? So it has it has features that are really nice. Like you can input your clicker setting on your suspension. There's actually data fields uh, that you can do all this stuff, settings, mm. track. But then I'm thinking, and then it says maintenance schedules. I'm thinking, well, yeah, you got to have an hour meter. Maybe yeah. I'm missing it. But from what the Kawasaki tech told me, he's like, I can't find it. He's like, Kiefer, I don't think we have one. So they're even learning more about it. Right. But I don't think it has a built-in hour meter like the YZ Yamaha Power Tuner app, which kind of sucks. Yeah. Another downside to the app and the, the map switch, so again, the, there is a handlebar-mounted map switch cluster. It looks very Honda-like. <laughs> very <laughs> Honda-like. I uh, think that might have came from the same distributor. Dude. <laughs> Two maps are pre-installed when you buy your bike at the dealer. Unlike a Yamaha where there's people think, oh, I've got a blue light and no blue light. No. It's just you it's got all, zero, all zeros. Yeah, it's, it's all the same. You got to input the maps inside of your Yamaha. The Kawasaki has two maps. One map is all zeros, and then one map is smoother. Blue light on is a smoother buildup. You're yeah. not going to want it. Yeah. I, I, to me, that's a waste. Yeah. The downside is, I found out after I did the video. I should have fucking got this before I did the video. You only can put input in one map. Right. Which is the, the other smooth map, that's in there. You can't get rid of that. Unless, okay, unless you, if you guys are in the smooth map and you go to put a new map into your KX, it will go send it. When you send it doesn't give you an option for map one and map two like the Yamaha. You just get it in the blue map. Yeah, wherever it's at currently when you download yes, it. Yes, so you got to make sure whatever map that you're stopping your bike when you go to download this stuff, right. make sure it's in the right one. I'm always light off for the new map that I'm putting in and leave the smoother map in. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at. So maybe they'll grow into this app and that'll change but as of right now that's kind of janky as far as you can't put two different maps in like the Yamaha Power yeah. Tuner app but the interface everything else the input in the data fields and richer leaner um FI ignition similar to the Yamaha and i did ask um Brad too that you you can go as Far one way you and far the up. other, you cannot damage your motor. There's a fail-safe built in yeah. with that ECU. So people are like, hey, man, is the Vortex better? Than-? Yes, it is better because the fail-safe is yeah. it's way farther. You can you get can outside fuck your the shit box. Up. Yes. <laughs> so uh, us idiots that ride dirt bikes, we like to tinker, and sometimes we're dumb. And we're like, oh, plus nine. Yeah. yeah. Or minus nine. You're not going to blow it up. Yep. You're fine. It might run like dog shit. But yeah, you're but gonna- Cal- Cowie said it's... It's safe. It's so, protected. So the CHA 24 Mac will be up on my website. I'll try to put it up tomorrow. You guys can copy it. It is only a fuel setting. The ignition settings are all zeros, and it makes a difference. So 
Um, you can look um, for that up on kieferinktesting.com. Uh, before we talk about the chassis, we're going to go to commercials. So everyone just chill out for about six and a half minutes. Listen to them because they are very nice. They're very fun. And we have discount codes within them. There's some new commercials that we've put up. So we'll be right back. Just chill out. Don't stress. We'll be right back. ScreenPrintingDone.com. My dream is the world's most powerful t-shirt. Do you want to look good, but you ain't got the money? Trying to get some t-shirts made? Yeah, Go to ScreenPrintingDone.com. This is a t-shirt. You can get anything you want on that t-shirt. I'm about to show you guys how y'all can look fly. Your business name. That's my business. Your kid's name. Oh, Billy. Your favorite phrase, like, let's go, buddy, or free jailbirds. I agree. Anything at all. ScreenPrintingDone.com. T-shirt printing business. Mention Kiefer on your next order and get 10 free T-shirts. That's what I'm talking about! ScreenPrintingDone.com. I know it's tough sometimes, guys. What engine oil should I run? What weight? Synthetic or non-synthetic? It's tough. But you guys, I've been running blood lubricants for about two and a half years now. I've had great results. If you guys are looking for some great oil, the Barracuda Blood Series 1040 is what we run in all of our test bikes here. Um, it's specifically formulated for the most brutal racing conditions on Earth. Look, heat, high humidity, silt, mud, whatever you got, this Barracuda Blood 1040 can handle it. 1040 is a great weight for most motocross and off-road machines, even though maybe your uh, owner's manual says run 530 or 1050. To me, 1040 is a great weight. Check it out. Barracuda Blood Series. Um, it's been through Baja 1000, the 500, Mint 400, Vegas, Torino. All of our test bikes here. 100% synthetic oil. It's great stuff. Uh, you put it in, and I run about two and a half engine hours. I take it out, and man, it still comes out pretty damn clean. So, you can use the code Kiefer at checkout over at bloodlubricants.com. Save yourself 25% off a case of oil. They have all different kinds of stuff. They have suspension oils. They've got sprays, chain lubes, whatever it is for oil-related stuff for your off-road motorcycle. Check out bloodracing.com. Ride-engineering.com. You guys want to get some clamps, some bar mounts, some chain blocks, uh, brake calipers. Adrian over there at Ride Engineering has a lot of quality parts. And if you use the code KT20, that'll save you 20% off what he offers over there. So that's ride-engineering.com. And he is not only the guy who tests the parts. I mean, I help him as well. But he also has an engineering degree. Holy crap. So go check him out, ride-engineering.com. Use the code KT20 to save some money. You guys out there tweaking on handlebars and grips? Trust me, I do it almost daily. If you're looking for a strong bar but yet has a lot of flex, look no further than the Pro Taper Evo bar. It is my favorite bar out there on the market right now. Why? They have great bends. The bar flexes. I don't get vibration from the bar. I'm getting older. I want some flex in my bar, but yet I want it to be strong. And Pro Taper has the strongest and the lightest bar out there. That actually flexes. So go check them out, protaper.com. I'm a currently using uh, SX Race Bend on my Yamahas. There is a brand new bend that's just coming out right now. You guys should see that. It is called Race Team Bend, and that is what we use over on Aiden's KTM and my KTM here uh, in the shop. So protaper.com, 
They have race-cut grips. They have sprockets. They have chains. All different kinds of things. Go check them out, protaper.com. You guys want to go check out the new 2023 Yamaha YZs? Thinking about buying one? Or maybe a two-stroke? The new YZ 450F is narrower, more compact, and lighter. It's built to do one thing, go faster. Don't worry, the old tried-and-true 2023 YZ250F, no changes for 2023, but still the great same shootout-winning 250F. And it's all over at Power Motorsports. Go check them out. Get your new Yamaha from the number one Yamaha dealership in the USA. The pros at Power Motorsports in Sublimity, Oregon. Let them know you heard it here. That's right. The one and only Kiefer Tested Podcast. Call or text 503-769-8888 and ask for the power price. I don't even care where you're at in the USA. Maine, California, Florida, Washington. Just go visit them, powermotorsports.com, or hit me up, chris at keferinktesting.com, and I'll get you in touch with the guys over there at Power and let you go rip around on your new scooter. So fun. Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, eye protection, riding jacket, or long sleeve shirt, long pants, gloves, and boots. Do not drink and ride. It is illegal and stupid. Yeah, you guys know that time punishes you if you're not on top of your game. Look, I'm a competitive guy at 45. My kid is 15, and he is right on me every time we go out to the track. But you know what? You know what takes the guesswork out of who's the king for the day, who gets to talk trash on the way home? That's right. You can measure your lap times. You can reach your full potential. And, of course, you'll never guess where you're gaining or losing time. Go to litprolive.com. You can email me, chris at keferinktesting.com for a discount code on one of their GPS receivers. Getting started is super easy with LitPro. Pick a GPS receiver, download the app, and add a subscription, and then you're on your way to improve your lap times, get a better result as your, you know, than your buddy. That's right, because there's nothing better than bragging rights when you're on your way home. You throw your guy a text. Who got the best of you, baby? That's right, I did. And you want to know how to do it? Lip Pro. Aiden and I have been on this for about a year now. Super easy to use. Look, I am not a tech-savvy guy, and Lip Pro is super easy for me and Aiden to navigate, and uh, I think it would be a great benefit to you guys out there. So hit me up, chris at keferinktesting.com. Go to Lip Pro Live. You guys want to see anything related to how to keep time, how to improve your lap times, what section you want to improve on, all those things and more over on LipProLive.com. You like to go ride? Are you over the age of 30 like myself? Well, guess what? There's an association where you can go racing and you have a great time. Five motos over the complete weekend. You can go to OldTimersMX.com, but they're going to change their name to International Vet Motocross Series. You can check them out here very soon, but several races... Over several months, all over the western United States. It's going to be a fun time. And let me tell you guys, I just went racing last week, and it is a great time. If you haven't been out racing in quite some time, and you're an older gentleman or a lady, they have plenty of classes for you. There's people out there that enjoy riding and racing dirt bikes just like yourself. But hey, you got to go do it. you got to go check them out. 
right now. Go to oldtimersmx.com. But again, we're going to change our name up to IVMX, International Vet Motocross Association. So go look for them. And if you have any questions about the series, hit me up, Chris, at keyforinktesting.com. And we'll get you out there and having some fun and get some gate drops. Alrighty then. That wasn't so bad, was it? Six and a half minutes of fun and uh, giving our advertisers some love, so not so bad. Uh, okay, chassis. This is the fun part. This is what I love. Yep. Look it. I've said this on other shows. Many, many years that I've been with other brands in production testing, we have had Kawasaki's for baseline frame settings. Like, we want our frame to be more compliant like this bike, which is the Kawasaki. Yep. Um, so it's held that standard for many years. Now, I will say the 23 KX wasn't my favorite chassis. Yes, had good bump compliance, was nice on when the track got rough, but it was felt long. Yep. Felt like I was towing a trailer. Didn't turn accurately. Uh, just wasn't my favorite chassis. Now we have this 24. It feels shorter, guys. So if you're coming off of an older Cali, this thing feels shorter. It turns way better. Yeah, way I guess better. I was going to say a cuss word, but way, way better. We'll, we'll yeah. save that. Way better. Much more front-end biased yep. than the older model. And I'm not pushing my front-end everywhere. Yeah. And... I still got stability. That that was the shocker to me is when, you know, because that's what I wanted to feel right away. I'm like, how is this front end going to feel when you're not in a rut or you're not up against a berm and you're kind of just drifting across and right away you could feel it. I mean, yep. like you said earlier in the show, hats off to putting Dunlop 34 on the front of that because that, that helps a lot yes. as well. But uh, you, you, you can feel that the chassis is, the chassis improvements have given that bike more, Lean angle traction, more contact patch. Um, so that was that was good. But then as you're coming down some of these semi-choppy, it didn't get that rough today, but some of the choppy sections, it's like it still has a stability. Yeah. So we gained all this comfort in the front end, but still kept yep. that old stability. It was like... We disagree a little bit as far as like, I feel like it's a little bit stiffer nature than older chassis. And you yeah. said you don't really feel it. Yeah, I didn't feel it as much as you did, yep. you know, um, I ride a little bit different, obviously, than you. So I'm in different spots on the motorcycle than probably you are. But, I mean, it does have a a stiffer feel, but it's not like a rigid feel. It, it, it does feel more, it almost feels like a brand new motorcycle. Like, oh, I got this brand new fresh bike. No, it doesn't feel like a brand new motorcycle? Uh, uh, the vibration. Yeah. We didn't cover we, that. We 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 touched on it in our video earlier, but yeah, it does does have. So it did grow in the vibration with department. the five pounds of weight, the beefier areas in the frame. Um, it it vibrates more, guys. So comparative to the twenty three, like I feel on low RPM, I feel vibration through my bars. Yep. Maybe I'm not a, like I said before in other shows. I'm not a huge fan of lock on grips. You might be able to get some of that vibration out with some glue on grips. Um, but as the bike goes up in RPM, it just fucking vibrates through yeah. my feet. And it almost makes it feel like an old engine when you're up at higher RPMs, rigging it out in second gear. Yeah. Just a lot of more looseness and, and vibration coming through my feet. Yeah. So um, other another rider, shall, be, shall remain nameless, um, he felt it too. But on race team side, 
um, says he doesn't feel it as much. So, and they didn't change anything within the frame. So, maybe, maybe something it's something engine. to do with the engine. Yeah. Um, but yes, I do feel more vibration. Maybe that's our bike. I didn't get to ride any other media yeah. bike. So, if you guys don't hear that from other media outlets, maybe it's just our bike. Yeah, it's possible. Um, but that's something I wanted to tell you guys within the chassis. I just feel like there's more vibration. But nonetheless, holy shit, man. Lean angle contact feel of the tires is much better. Here on the West Coast, we always try to set up our corners because we don't have ruts, long ruts leading into corners. So we arc, we can arc out, cut across. So we're always on the edges of our tires. And, man, planted feel, like Eddie said, and just tire contact patch is up from previous years. Um, I can really lean into my, my corners on throttle without feeling like I'm getting deflected on. Um, Yamaha YZ comes to mind because I ride the YZ there just Sunday at a race, and it was very difficult for me to set up and cut across some of these bumps on the edges of my tires because they're just deflect, and I yeah. always feel like I'm just going to swap out. So the Cowie doesn't have that feel. Another excellent feel from this frame is when you're loading the chassis, big G-outs, or coming down from a landing going up a hill, just the force and the feel of this chassis feels comfortable. There's a lot of comfort. I don't get deflection. Um, there is a spot at Glen Helen where there's a tabletop, and it goes down into a valley and then comes back up to mini Talladega. It gets sizable bumps inside of this G-out. And, man, I got to roll off the throttle to make sure I'm set up okay to start leaning um, on the Yamaha. The Cowie, I don't really have to think that much. Right. Um, so it's really settled and nice. So I like that. And like I said, last year I felt like I was towing a trailer. This year it's much shorter, so initial tip-in on the corner is friendlier. Front-end tire feel from area 2 to area 3 is much better. I don't get as much push. Uh, just overall more of a neutral type yeah. of chassis. And even on the old chassis, I was like, yeah, it's not so much rear steering bias. But now that I'm on this new chassis, I'm like, oh, dude. Yeah. Old bike is really rear, rear steering. Yeah, very rear steer. So for you, easier to corner? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, 100%. Um, even side-to-side -side movement for me, like flop in, you know, yep. cutting down from a blown-out area of your rut, you can cut down a little bit easier. Yeah. I think it's only going to get better when I get a little bit more power down low. Yeah. That feeling will actually increase. So excited to try some engine um, some engine feel. But, um, man, it is nice to have some stability back. I've missed yep. it for quite a long time. And I was thinking about this when I was racing Sunday, man. I go, I miss having stability i haven't felt this in quite a while in any bike that i've ridden yeah. it's not just a yamaha ktm i've haven't had it in a while yeah. um kawasaki last year i didn't even have it in a while because it was so soft in the front end that i would get um you know some head shake so it is nice to feel a planted feeling again and try to push in areas that you normally can't push yeah so yeah, it, it'll it'll definitely give you some comfort like it's very inviting to want to ride it yes. aggressively, you know, with like the motor package and the chassis, the front end feel. Um, it's yeah, it's going to be. If you're coming off a Honda, if you're a Honda owner and you come to this bike, you're going to shit your pants. Yeah. You're going to be like, I didn't know I could get on the gas this way. Yeah. You're going to be like, what? So it, it is a nice, it a nice feel. Um, suspension. So spring rates are the same on this bike. Uh, five Oh front five, four rear. Um, Probably could use. You want this thing? Uh, Are you looking for something? Oh no, I saw. Looking for more twisted T? No, I saw like a glare in the glass, and I thought somebody was shining a flashlight. Uh, in. 
So, yeah, I could probably go up on the spring right on the rear for me. I would think I would like that because uh, Mount St. Helens wasn't open to us to test, but I raced there Sunday, and they didn't grade it coming down the hill. So I used that hill to test some of the load on the chassis and the suspension. And although the front fork is pretty nice and the bike stayed straight, the rear does kind of get low and then unloads on me. So it right. almost hits like a shelf, like a hard spot, and just starts popping up. So what I did, and that, like I said on the top of the show, this is just my initial feeling and settings. I went two in on the fork, a little bit stiffer, and then I went a quarter turn in on high speed of the shock and then slowed it down a little bit, and that calmed that down. And then I was like, eh, I don't really like that. So then I opened up the rebound and went in on the high speed. So I'm a quarter turn in on high speed shock, out one on rebound, so quicker. And that was really nice to keep that rear wheel down a little bit better. Um, I would even go venture out to say if you guys find the fork a little bit soft like Eddie did, slow that fork down because it is quick moving, yeah. um, and that will help you as well. And, and within Showa components, each click is more sensitive than KYB. So for you guys out there trying to make uh, clicker adjustments, go one-click increments because you will be able to feel them. KYB, I'm more of like, I'll start with two. Yeah. But show is more of a plus one, minus one type of thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, balance is better. Lot less pitching than previous years coming from a Cowie. Last year, I'd come into a soft spot at Glen Helen and off throttle, ugh, and I'd yeah. just be diving for it like, fuck. Yeah. Like, and then I'd put a heavier spring in, which got better, but then it started getting harsh. So for me, the valving, which I don't know what they did, but I'm I pretty damn sure they beefed up the valving and left the spring rate. So I did hear they say it was a lot, lot different. Okay. Yeah. So And the linkage ratio was different. So for yeah. me, um, for sure, I would uh, go in a little bit. I'm 172 pounds. Eddie thought it was soft as shit. Yeah, I, I, to be honest with you, I, riding on the track, it it wasn't as noticeable, but any hard hits, yeah, if to me it felt just as soft as before. But I don't ever ding the motorcycles for that because I'm 230 pounds. It's not set up for me. Right. It's you know, so I I have to have that suspension done anyways. Yeah. So I I never ding them for that. But there there was a couple sections of the track that were really hard landers on the forks and it was i actually got metal to metal one time so oh like, really yeah i was like it was yeah, i never did that soft. yeah it's soft it was soft for me yeah. you know it comparable to the pounds, old that's expected right yeah for sure i like i said i never in any of these intros or new bike stuff we do i never ding the suspension i i was actually sort of shocked though the show a guy was wanted to put the suspension at 105 for me. And I said, well, if you don't mind me asking, what does that put the static sag at? Because that is going to change the way that bike feels when that when that shock has no static sag. And uh, he was like, you know, we're not so much worried about the static. We go off of the preload on the spring and all that. And I said, okay, you feel comfortable? And he was like, yeah, 105, we're okay. Okay. And so that ended up being... Well, you had enough spring there. Yeah. Yeah, no, it that's, ended That's up, shocking to me. Being a 5'4", I thought, oh, man, you wouldn't have enough spring, but I guess yep. there's enough spring to get it. Yep, they got me at 105, and he said that he estimated to be 18 millimeters of preload on the spring. Okay. So I'm not sure what that, you know, I use static size numbers like 35, to you know, 40, anywhere yeah. from 32 to 40, whatever. So I'm a big rider side. I'm a big static guy. Yeah, I, I mean, the only times back in racing when I was a mechanic when we would reference the static is to let us know if we were in the right spring range you know because if you're at 105 and you got 15 millimeters static you got your spring one pretty tight you know we need to change that so yeah but uh yeah as, as i talked to the factory show guys today 
which they had a plethora of people out there too. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's like, oh, no problem. Like, yeah. we're good. Just okay. ride. So dampening quality of the fork for me is a little bit better than the shock. There is an empty spot in the beginning of the stroke, and then I kind of hit a wall and shelf that was in the mid-stroke. So for me, overall, much more dampening quality feel than previous years. But, of course, I still think they're trying to look for comfort. I would like to go stiffer on both yeah. ends. So getting valved. I'm really excited about getting a little bit beefier suspension, a little bit quicker of a KX. And man, I think it's going to be fun to ride. Yeah. So, um, so that was basically our initial impression of the bike today. Um, not as much time as I would like to put on a bike. We got cut short because look at, I can go dick measure and ride all day and prove to everybody that I can ride all day, but it's not going to give you guys any more information because the track was blown out. It's not quality. Yeah. So, East Coast guys, we did ride in the mud. You'd be proud. <laughs> um, yes, these settings kind of have been birthed from a muddy condition. Yeah. So um, you can take that to the bank if you guys are riding some deeper mud back east. Um, we we did try to do that today. So um, kudos to us. Yeah. Uh, any other tidbits you may want to add about this bike? Three MX, things. MX34. Yeah. So that that's that's yeah. nice. So uh, before you go, MX34 is on this bike. That'll that is much better than an MX-33 front. Look, I'm very honest, and I tell this to Dunlop. Dunlop is an advertiser of the show. I despise the MX-33 front tire because <laughs> of lean angle traction. Yeah. MX-33 rear, no problem. Yeah. Fine with it. Great. MX-34 came out. Thank you, baby Jesus, because now I know three S's are, are getting they scarce. Go bye-bye. <laughs> I'm not going to be hating on running the 34. So yeah. as of right now, I think... Out of all the 2024 machines, that is the only machine out there in 24 that has an MX-34 start. From the per- yeah. From so, the good job, Cowie. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. So, my my three things notable. Uh, Brembo front brake. Yep. Killer. Great job. That's that's a really good front brake all around. It's a uh, good feeling. Uh, very powerful, but not overwhelming. So, yep. that was good. Um, the levers on the motorcycle now feel the same. They feel like they have the same roundness to the levers. Skinny blades gone. Skinny blades gone. So that that's a very good thing. And then uh, I did notice the 240 rear. So 240 rear disc. Yep. Downsized from 250. Uh, not squeaking around the track when the thing gets hot. It's not touchy. It's, yeah, it's it's a calm brake, but still has a lot of power. Yep. So those were the the uh, three notable things in the uh, rider triangle that you know, for, for me, that were big. I'll add uh, the hydraulic clutch. I'm neither here nor there. I said that in the Racer X video, but it did fade a little bit on me because, again, I'm trying to run third gear and I'm fanning the clutch, and, yeah. and it fade. I could feel it moving a little bit more than I would like. Yeah, I could probably adjust it out a little bit more, and that'll help me. Um, but I'm like Eddie. I love me a Brembo on the front. I do that to my Yamahas, yep. and... Uh, more control, more power. I like the feel. The lever shape is nice. I kind of like that lever shape. Yeah. Um, that is nice. And it's nice that you can adjust your lever in or out very easily with yep. the Brembo system. Um, I don't need any tools. Um, I wish the hydraulic clutch was like that. Yeah. But it's not. Yeah. Maybe Nissan should, should think about that. You know, on the Brembo side of the clutch, you can adjust it. So I don't know how hard that is. Um, gearing. I haven't decided yet, so I'm going to figure this out for you guys about the second to third to fourth. Should I, um, should I drop a tooth? Am I going to go up a tooth? Am I going to Jody? Am I not? I don't know. 
Um, we'll figure it out or just wait till MXA and I'll just follow Jody's lead <laughs> and see what he does. Whee! Um, the looks of the bike, not going to arouse me when I walk in the shop, but I feel, I love me an all green seat cover. Yep. I like solid colored seats. I am not a multi, multi colored seat guy. Yeah. You? I you don't give a shit? Yeah, it's looks, though, dude. It's I you. I know, but it's not a... You're just tired. Whatever. He's tired. No, it, Big man's tired. It is a long day for Eddie today. The seat, the seat cover doesn't really... Seat cover makes the bike, dude. Nah. Bullshit. You put a, a crappy so, seat cover on a bike, you're telling me it's going to look great? So so if, we're gonna, if you're going to get down to that, the seat cover that Aiden used to run on his bike versus what I put on his bike for Loretta's, I think what I put on looks way better than what was on there. So that goes against you because you liked an all-green seat. That was all green with his graphic kit. I went to a green center with black sides, yeah. and I think that looks better. No, it does, but I'm just saying I like an all-green seat, yeah. so I would use my shroud graphics to conjunct with right. my green seat. Green seat. $19 million in contingency money for 2024. Yeah. Hey, we're going to sweep some of that up. Aiden Aiden's better gonna help me pay some bills up. with that money, hopefully, but now he has a swollen gonad <laughs> over there, so I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Um, hey, if you another point to to add, if you're a youngin and you're coming off of a 250F and you want a 450, this this power it's is good. very friendly for you. Yeah. I don't think you'll get whiskey throttle on this power. No, no, um, I think it's it's going to be a good uh, transition for these kids that you know. So back in the amateur days, you know, like we rode 450s in the 450B class and 250 and 250B. Shocking. Yeah. They don't do that now. Now it's just you line up on a 250F and one guy might have a 450, 450. but, you know, his ability is probably not equal to everyone else's. So, but yeah, so that I, this bike, like a Cowie, I, I wouldn't have a problem doing it with Aiden. Like, yeah. here. You, have more, you have more torque, you have more power, but yet it's not too much. Dude, right? It's good for the start. Like, I mean, amateur racing is all about the start anyways. So. Another thing, too, I'm going to hopefully get some p- pictures from Spencer, but I feel like whipping it or leaning it in the air is really easy and neutral yeah. feeling. Compared to my Yamaha, like, and maybe that's what? the lean angle feel. Yeah. Because I can carve up a face of a jump with more confidence than I can my Yamaha because I feel like I'm I'm in the ground more. So for, for it gaining five pounds... The bike is still very... The CG is nice. It, yeah. It's very agile. It's very flickable. Yeah. Like, it changes direction very well. It's not... You don't... Like you said, it doesn't feel like the older chassis where it's really long and it's kind of like time delaying as you're going switchback to switchback. This bike is very quick. That's one of the reasons why you want out of your Kawasaki because you wanted to corner better and that's, right. the Yamaha did that for you. Correct. Right? Yeah. yeah. So now you got... Now we might come back. Oh, no. You can't. <laughs> you can't come back. I'm gonna let you dissect. Welcome I'm a, back. I'm gonna let you dissect this thing for a little bit. I'm leaving for a week. No one's touching that motorcycle. I'm I'm good. Mm-hmm. I gotta get my Yamaha get a text back together. three days later from Aiden. Hey man, Eddie's Eddie's in the shop. Subframe's been on the 450. Ate it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we gotta hit job for some parts. Jesus. Um, there was something else I was gonna mention to you guys. I guess that was it. Really, that was that was basically our oh. ODI lock on grips. Yeah. Some of you guys are going to freak out. That's the be- that's bet. I mean, I understand why Kawasaki's doing it. It's easy. Yeah. People want to do it. Um I wanted to mention too, I, I think it's in here. Kawasaki does have some aftermarket parts that they're selling. I'm going to go to here here in a minute. Um yes. 
Kawasaki Genuine Accessories. There is a lightweight DID 520 ERVT chain that they have. So we know how much we like DID chains around yeah. here. Um, and it has an engraved KX logo on every fourth gold plate. <laughs> One man stands alone with a gold DID marking. I feel like that's right up your fucking alley, Eddie. Nah. What? I love it. Would you run a green chain if they made it? No. <laughs> No. What was it? Sidewinder. Remember Sidewinder? Used oh, to make yeah. Purple. <laughs> I was one of my first sponsors, Sidewinder. And I got the purple. And yep. I just thought it was sick. And then you had to put those Sidewinder sticker on your swing arm. Yep. Yep. Did it. Uh, new engine mounts from Kawasaki Genuine Accessories. Riders to adjust the chassis rigidity balance to suit track, surface conditions, and rider preference. So you will see um, there is a four hole piece to this top engine mount. Yep. Uh, and the stock position, right? And then you have another two offset. That is for this genuine accessory that they're going to be uh-huh. coming out with, mount. And it has a hole in the middle, kind of like a Honda. And people are drilling out the middle of their yep. engine mount. Same thing. Uh, I'm sure good old Chris from FCP is not going to want to hear it. Or our yeah. guy from WCL, yep. he ain't going to want to hear it. But the rage is changing some engine mounts. So if you want a little bit softer feel, Kawasaki does offer OEM quality mounts which for me is a little bit different than buying aftermarket mounts. I feel like I've been involved in some of these internal tests and you have to pass a certain criteria. Right. So maybe you want a little bit softer and depending how much the, the mount is, you might want to go this route just because it's cheaper. Right. Um, um, it'll say right here in parentheses next to the picture, it says optional hanger will be available later this winter. So I don't know when that is, but yeah. you can go to your Kawasaki dealer and have it. Uh, replacement plastics, but you're going to put Polysport on there anyway, so don't yeah. even worry about it. Skid plate. And, uh, yeah, optional spring rate. So they also make um, steel sprockets, 49, 50, and 51. 50 is standard. Uh, lighter and heavier fork springs, 4.8, 5.2. Standard is 5.0, newton meter. And lighter, heavier shock springs, 5.2, 5.6. Standard is 5.4. So you can get OEM genuine Kawasaki springs yep. go up five six nm, which I think I'm going to do. I did hear today too. The fuel tank is exactly the same. So same as twenty three. Same as twenty three. So anybody wants to put an off road tank on this motocross bike, from what we were told today, it, you can. You do can it. just do it right up. Yep. Um, so yeah, that's it. And of course the K- the KX four fifty fiftieth anniversary edition ten thousand six ninety nine. And the bike we have ten thousand four ninety nine. I th- I said ten thousand one ninety nine. Yeah. Um. So anyway, it's ten grand. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking at the fiftieth anniversary. And it, it's not horrible, I guess. I don't know. It's a, it takes some growing. Yeah, I'm just not into the white. I think if you have the the correct gear, like like we've seen on McGrath, you know, at Worlds. Well, vets. I think it looks pretty good. But I mean, if you if you were to go hop on that bike with say the gear set you wore today, it would look kind of hokey. Um, real quick on the Dunlop tire. So that comes with the 12080. Just for you guys that are going to get these bikes and run through tires, the 12090-19MX34 is 1.2, 1.1 pounds lighter than the 80. Don't ask me how, why, <laughs> but it is lighter. And if you want a little bit more height coming from your rear end, um, and you can drop that fork um, height down a little bit, yeah. A 12090 is a nice option to have, and it's a lighter tire. So then yep. you, there you go, Eddie. We've lost two and a half pounds in a muffler. We've lost one pound in a tire. Yep. We're down three pounds already. Yeah. 
No hay comps. So, it, you don't even feel that weight. No. All right. It's well, just if you a have, number. If you have any questions about this, uh, don't email me for over a week because I won't be home. But I will help you uh, when I return. And we're going to try to ride tomorrow. Um, it is wet in the desert, so we are going to be grinding on this thing out in some tracks here. So I'm excited about that. Chris at KieferInkTesting.com is the email. We've got Eddie, mechanic side. You want to know about some uh, pistons? Anything. You want to know about uh, I've got bubbles in my oil? <laughs> Eddie's the man. Eddie at KieferInkTesting.com is he has a real job, people. So don't be up his ass too much. And he is a very, very outspoken human being with a filter. I'm sorry. There is no filter. It's just an open fucking airbox. So be careful of what you ask. You may not like what you hear at times. But for the most part, he will help you out. Don't piss him off. <laughs> right, Aiden? Correct. Okay, good. Um, don't forget, support our advertisers. They're here to help you and me and uh, keep this thing up and moving. We appreciate you guys listening. It's always fun to do these things. We're excited to ride this bike. Thank you, Kawasaki. Kudos, Kawasaki, for making a, a better bike. It's, uh, it's, it's hard to do these days. It's very hard to do, but... Uh, Engineers, staff, everybody over in the R&D department, uh, thank you for making a, a better Kawasaki for all of us to uh, go ride and have fun. So we'll see you on the next show. It'll be two weeks, but uh, we'll be back. See you guys later.